0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LFG Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything lifting, feasting, and gaming-related. It is the week of May 28th, 2020. Big run is still in effect worldwide. And some deer are finding their way into Twitch. Let's talk about it. So, Purge. Yo. Um. Do anything, Uh. as always, did you do anything active this
1: week did you exercise um if rearranging my entire apartment counts
0: i mean hey if you have to lift heavy stuff that counts as lifting right yeah okay
1: right, right.
0: i did like some push-ups i did some rows on monday i'm trying to work my way to 240 pounds so uh making it sound like literal deer invading twitch's offices no i mean not literal deer but you know we'll get into that when we get into that um what about so memorial day was this past week here in the states did you have anything uh good to eat on monday
1: uh went and did a cookout with some friends oh okay Uh, had some burgers hot dogs
0: nice nice typical stuff we go all out and it was only it was only us like nobody came over. But my mom made barbecue chicken, my grandfather's uh, famous vinegar soaked chicken. Hey, it's salt has had all of this. He was here last year when we made it. The so vinegar chicken, barbecue chicken, um, homemade pasta uh, like Italian pasta salad with just you know a little dressing, uh, homemade potato salad, burgers, hot dogs. Uh, deviled eggs and then my mom made icebox cake which do you know what icebox cake is no okay icebox cake is literally you get like a big baking dish and you fill it with chocolate pudding cool whip and graham crackers and you like layer it and uh you put it in the fridge and it like so you know it sets and it's like oh sometimes you put bananas in it it's so good um crazy fist asks what your favorite food is so what's your favorite food purge
1: Mmm. I think it's either got to be Korean tacos or Ooh. like authentic Mex- Mexican street tacos.
0: Ooh, this man's got some tastes. For me it, it it depends because I I am a food connoisseur. Uh I like a lot of different foods. If we're talking I can I can name you two of my favorites. Um you don't have tacos i i am so sorry crazy fist you need to go to you're on the internet look up a good taco recipe and uh and and just make it at home because it's you're missing out bud um speaking of one of my one of my favorite foods is my fiance's tacos like her recipe for tacos is amazing best the the best like tacos i've eaten ever And my second favorite, you know, not in this order, but another favorite food of mine is my grandfather's barbecue beef recipe. Let me tell you, that shit is good. Crazyvis says he loves Greek food. I, you know, I haven't had too much Greek food in my time. Greek food is great. Really? No, I don't, I don't know of any like great Greek places by me. So let's see, that covers lifting, that covers feasting. Uh, what have you been playing this week?
1: Um, I've been playing, a l- well, majority of it's been NMSK ARC because My launched the server. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, the forest mainly have been bouncing between the two.
0: So I've been playing, I finally beat Days Gone. Let me tell you, that game is a ride. Literally, every time I thought I was nearing the end, it did something else. And then finally, I could tell, right? Like, the game was just throwing main mission after main mission after main mission at me. And I was like, okay, this is going to be the end of the game. Like, I feel it in my bones. And sure enough, it was. It pulled all the stops out. It made me think so much stuff was happening. And then flipped it on me. And it was like, you thought... No, you thought... Uh, solid nine and a half out of ten for me review is coming soon so keep your eyes peeled to youtube so we're gonna talk about real quick crazy fist with the 50 bits big pog thanks bud um you are you are the top cheerer for tonight and now you get the little icon a little dope so we're gonna talk briefly on today's episode about um i don't even uh i don't even know i gotta find her name hold on right here so her name is ferociously steph now if you're aware of what's going on in the gaming space you'll know that twitch has put together a safety council is that what they're calling it
1: yeah their little safety council
0: safety guidelines council or something and um it's made up of uh yeah here we go safety advisory council wow the first thing that comes up in the news is about um oh my god 13 days ago twitch announces safety advisory council while member immediately deals with harassment i uh, i don't know about that bud um twitch's safety advisory council rollout has been a disaster I, you're, you're not you're you're not wrong
1: um not by a long shot so
0: uh, let me think you co co is on it yes you have to have it but no don't be such a bitch. you need to be respectful yeah, people, people need respectful, and, uh, you know, some of the people on it aren't respectful. So, they've got Alex Holmes, who is uh, the CEO at the Diana Award and the founder of the Anti-Bullying Ambassadors Program. Um, you know, smart. Co-Carnage is on it. It's smart. People trust it's Co-Carnage. He's the only
1: one that I know.
0: Yeah, he's the only name I recognized. Cup of Noodle. Um... I don't know that name. Emma Lonceau, don't know that name. Uh, Ferociously Steph, who we're gonna talk about. Dr. Samir Hinduha, or Hinduja, however you pronounce that, and uh, T.L. Taylor, MIT. So, like, they got a lot of big names. And uh, Zizaran. so they've got one, two, three, um, one of them is a Twitch ambassador. Co-Carnage is a partner. For Ferociously Steph is a streamer. So she's not even a partner, it doesn't seem no. like. And Zizaran is a partner. And so the thing that they got to put, you know, right here in her little bio that they got to make a point about saying is Ferociously Steph is a full-time streamer and competitive Heroes of the Storm player. Right? Normal. Makes sense. Uniquely, she was one of the first transgender partnered streamers. Oh, she is a partner. Okay. Um. Furthermore, she was the first creator to implement a transgender pride flag emote. My thing is, how is that... Like, okay, I guess you're, you're kind of putting that out there because, oh, look, this is, you know, the safety count. But, like, how does her being transgender and how does her making an emote
1: they're doing it so it makes themselves look good
0: oh i know that but th- this is what i'm saying how does that help promote safety right inclusivity yeah but inclusivity doesn't always mean safe that's like that's like saying dude that's like saying the suburbs are the safest place to live it, you yeah. know in some cases they can be in other cases not um yeah so like you know they didn't they don't really go to mention any other specific things about anybody else like that you know they mentioned where they work or you know what their qualifications are for this job but it just seems like they threw that in there to be like hey look we're doing the thing but it's like how does that just because she was the first how does that qualify her and if you've seen the clips of what she said within, what, the first week that this was announced?
1: Yeah, give or you'll, take.
0: You'll kind of see where we're coming from. So I'm not even going to talk about the clip that Purge just sent me um about her saying she's going to start an OnlyFans, where she just gets pat on the head. For those of you who don't know, she's a deerkin kin. For those of you who don't know what the hell that is, that means she thinks she's a deer and there are clips of her saying that she'll literally go into her yard and, like, eat grass.
1: Even though, like, deer don't eat grass, like, that's a last resort for them.
0: Yeah, if you see a deer eating grass in your yard or eating, like, a plant, that means they're hungry. Because they're not supposed to be in the suburbs! Um yeah then you know it's it's all these it's like oh this is what we're doing it's like okay but how does that how does that help right mm-hmm. you know all these other people seem to have apparently from what i understand co carnage is you know really good in his community you know who i would have before Boy, I get he's back a great into, guy before I would, before i get back into what the stuff she said you know who should be on this council we do need to to help each other Crazy Fist Snaps because I heard her and Broman talk a lot and like Snaps is a big one I'd see Snaps over her or Dr. Lupo yeah I legit saw a video and I've seen some of Dr. Lupo's stuff but someone tipped Dr. Lupo and essentially alluded to the fact that they were going to do some uh, irreversible things after they logged off and Dr. Lupo Literally did everything he could to help that person in his stream right then and there. He's like, I don't care what you do. He's like, here's the number for this. He goes, call them. He goes, call them. He's like, please. And he like, went on this whole spiel. It was really, it was really not nice, but it was really good to see someone go out of their way. Um, Crazy Fist says he doesn't know them. She Snaps is uh, like a mental health advocate on Twitch. And Dr. Lupo is one of Twitch's dads, you know. He's like a dad streamer. He's got kids, he's, you know. Really cool. He's really fun. Uh they were big into Destiny for a while. I don't know what she snaps is playing anymore. So, going back um to what Ferociously Steph said, there was one point where she literally said she was she was essentially going on uh and I'm going to quote a YouTuber by the name of It's a Gundam. She was going on a cocaine-fueled binge of power not literally but figuratively there's clips of her literally saying you can't get rid of me she's like dancing in the background she's like you can't get rid of me twitch endorses me i have all the power i'm here to stay they're literally endorsing me to do this like there's nothing you can do we'll just ban you from my chat and you'll have to make um a new account and we'll just ban that too so before I get into everything else, she said, what do you, what do you, what's your take on that purge?
1: First of all, I don't think they should, or well, she should be on the council. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they should have like more notable people, like people that people in the community would recognize. I didn't want to say people twice. I thought it would sound weird, but I did it anyways.
0: Uh, um, it's English. <laughs>
1: yeah english sucks but <laughs> um i feel that like twitch needs to kind of cut the cord with this and that like her little cocaine fueled binge rant should have been like the first flag
0: well and... so salt just uh so i just put in chat People are literally speedrunning how fast they can get banned from her channel.
1: That sounds like one
0: fun. dude got banned in four seconds.
1: Jesus Christ. Like, this is you know Like this is the side of Twitch that makes me hate Twitch.
0: Oh yeah. Like there was a scene there was something happened side note to this. The YouTuber I mentioned earlier, it's a Gundam. Uh he did a video talking about all these people that posted about how they're gonna like live in their car so they can give pokimane all their money and like the one dude was like i you know i declared bankruptcy so i could give her the rest of my money and i'm living in my car outside of starbucks so i could still watch her stream which you know no one knows if it's true or not um but gundam made a video about it and pokimane like he didn't attack her like he was making fun of like these these for lack of a better term simps and pokimane uh made a video and came at his sponsor and they were like how could you you know because gundam always gets flagged down by youtube so ridge wallet is one of his biggest sponsors that sponsor his videos And she came at them like, you need to drop him. How could you do this? This, that, and the third. And Ridge Wallet came out and said, listen, we're not going to drop. It's a Gundam. We're just, you know, we're not doing it. We're going to stick by him. You know, he's we've been Mm -hmm. sticking by him for so long because this is this is the type of content he makes. It's satire. And they even said that his content was satirical. We're not going to dump him for that. However. One of Gundam was apparently working with a game developer behind the scenes to set up a new sponsor. And it was apparently a relatively big game developer that is also a sponsor of Pokimane. And they cut him like like a dead fish. That's, Poke, like, that's like, ridiculous. Pokimane legit like the h3h3 H3 thing yeah like so much crazy stuff's happening right now crazy fist uh but like pokimane literally like called out essentially sponsors and one sponsor that could have turned this man's career around cut him cold turkey literally because of pokimane so i think she's what she's either like a multi she's a multi-millionaire or something uh literally like a multi-millionaire ruined what could have been a huge launching pad for a relatively smaller channel
1: like don't get me wrong like i don't mind like you know streamers having these like brand deals like contracts and all this stuff with like companies like yeah cool you do you but they shouldn't have this much like weight slash like authority oh yeah in these companies that they're like contracted through 'Cause um it, it just hurts like
0: yeah, other people no. in the
1: community. That's all they're doing.
0: He was he was working this huge thing and and now it's down the drain because of her. And it sucks. So flipping back, and this is how you know Twitch Twitch is messed up in its power dynamics. Because going back to Ferociously Steph, our neighborhood deer girl, she there is then a clip of her after the fact saying um most gamers are white supremacists that's just a fact of how i feel her exact words i believe i may be paraphrasing so you know don't quote
1: me sounds about right
0: look up the quip and everyone who made a video on this gundam the quartering i mean this was all over twitch uh and all over youtube i'm sorry they were like literally if nobody took the safety council seriously at the beginning, they're sure as shit not going to take it seriously now because this is who they have on the council.
1: Oh, God, no.
0: Like this, you know, and a couple of them made made a really good, valid point, and I'm not going to try and get into, like, a race or anything, but they made the point that, like, if you said that about any other race... You'd be canceled in today's culture, for lack of a better term. You'd be shut down.
1: That's More it. often than not, hopefully, you shut, yes. you
0: shut down. But, like, she can come on here, say that most gamers are white supremacists, which obviously is a lie. I'm not saying there are no white supremacist gamers. They're, in the world we live in, there could be, you know? But no ban, no strike, you can tell Twitch reprimanded her by s- the way she responded to her tweets later on. Like there's a thread of her response tweets to this mm-hmm. and you can tell like how she worded things like Twitch definitely said something to her. So she was maybe definitely a little warned.
1: more than a slap on the wrist, but yeah.
0: So then Twitch issues out a statement and they're like, our ambassadors aren't mods, they don't speak for the company, you know, this, that, and the third. And it's like, I don't know, how can you put someone like that on a council that's supposed to be about safety and, you know, advisory guidelines and have her be, you know, so one-sided opinionated like Mm -hmm. she literally said i think most gamers are white supremacists and it's like what the you're on a gaming website you're literally on a website that was was designed yeah they don't do any vetting this website was designed for games like now it's turning into something else as you can see we're recording a podcast girls can sit on the you know the top of the just chatting category half naked and racking subs bad bunnies still allowed to run loose
1: and say if you don't one chick who had the rant about like the five dollars she's the one
0: that says if you don't have five dollars to give to her as a sub then you don't deserve to watch her stream it's like what is you know it's things like these that make me wonder like would it be such a bad thing to go to a place like mixer or facebook because you don't hear these stories over there could they happen maybe but twitch is now like anybody that makes twitch money that's the one that get away with it Mm -hmm. if people you know if you don't make twitch money oh you're gonna get banned for a week you're gonna you know you're gonna get banned for as long as they want to say like if this was
1: happening to like a smaller streamer say a k and under gone Mm -hmm. they'd be gone yeah Salt
0: says you don't hear these over there because they're because there's no communities or actual substance to Mixer. I mean, I don't know about that. When you've got big streamers over there now. Uh I think Tim the Tapman is over on Mixer now.
1: Goth, Ninja, Tim. King
0: Gothalian, Goth, uh K Magic 101. So like I don't know, I don't know if, if the argument of there's no substance or communities over there actually holds water anymore. In the beginning, maybe. But now that all these big names have moved over um i don't know if that argument still stands but like i mean from what i see it's not necessarily a fraction it may be a little under I twitch is a larger platform yeah no one's arguing that
1: but, but with I'm being a larger saying, platform comes all these issues
0: yeah But it's also because like you go on Mixer, when you stream on Mixer, they're like, Oh, Hey, this is a rating system for your content. And this is essentially, they're not telling you what to wear, but they're issuing guidelines. So they don't have girls in bikini thongs bouncing up and down in a pool. Like it's TikTok. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's, that's besides the point. The point i'm trying to make is how do you have someone who has such a narrow-minded perspective be on your safety council because i'm sorry when she made that remark it's like okay you you clearly feel very strongly about this so doesn't that make you biased most likely yeah um and one of the other things that had happened because we're getting a little a little close to the end one of the other things that happened was her partner who is also apparently a twitch ambassador i know everyone's biased in some way but there's clear like this is your one opinion and like you will do anything based around this opinion whereas You know i kind of feel this way but like you're not gonna make all your decisions based off that one thing like you may make some decisions but uh so her partner came out and made this huge thing because they're trying to say that voice chat should be banned in competitive gaming now i don't know if you play competitive games out there but voice chat is essential I mean, we got we got one of my clanmates like right now. Zeffinblade is in chat right now. Uh, how critical is voice chat in Trials or, you know, Salt, Purge? How critical is voice chat when you're going for the big dub in Warzone?
1: It, it's the difference between winning and losing. Like, right. for Trials, it's between getting, say, your final dot on your card for a win and getting the lighthouse and getting that fucking sweet gear... Or taking that L and getting some, like minimal gear instead. So like, her, her their reasoning
0: for this is because any competitive like competitive game modes like Trials of Osiris, competitive BRs. If you're playing a tournament, um, their reasoning is because you shouldn't have to. Oh, I forget, I forget what exactly they said, but it was like something along the lines of
1: it had to do with being harassed and having to put up with it
0: no not even that it was like letting someone know about like your sexual orientation or like some stupid shit like that oh
1: your uh your voice I think yeah voice like your profile. voice giving
0: giving your voice profile giving away like who you're into or what you are, like, and yeah, for the record, I'm sure I they
1: used, like some fancy word instead of profile. Yeah, but.
0: I'm, I'm not saying sexual orientation is like shit or whatever, but I'm, that's what I was just the phrasing I was using. It's like, it's a Gundam had a great analogy. It's like, listen, no one's gonna know if you're gay over a com set. He's like, unless you sound a little, a little. This is a, this is exact words, and again, he does a satire piece. He goes, unless you sound a little camp, as they say over the pond, or as we in America say, a little fruity, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you walk into a voice chat, this was the actual, you know, analogy he used. If you walk into a voice chat and said, uh, I just picked up this guy on Grinder," you know, like that really effeminate style yep. of speaking that some gay men have, I'm not saying all, because all of them don't. But some have. Like, yeah. But nobody's gonna give you shit for it. Some people might. But, you know, you're not gonna walk into a lobby and everyone's just gonna harass the shit out of you. Like, no. You may have one Mm -hmm. douchebag. So then her partner goes to use the fact that they were in an Apex tournament with Twitch and I think they, like, placed, like, second in eliminations or, like, something weird like that. And one of the dudes from the tournament was like that's not how the rankings work and her partner was like oh so i guess no one even knew about it like we should have really gotten an honorable mention it's like no no you shouldn't if you come in sixth place you should not get a trophy no if you ain't first second or third no trophy for you i'm sorry that's how i feel me and my fiance have talked when we raise kids If our kids' coach hands them an eighth-place trophy, I'm taking the trophy from him, and I'm looking at him, son, I'm taking this trophy away. And if they cry, I'm going to let them cry, but when they calm down, I'm going to sit down with them, and I'm going to explain why I took that trophy away. I'm going to say, because, son, it doesn't teach you anything. Them giving you an eighth-place trophy just for playing in the game doesn't teach you about earning it. Or, or or being victorious or winning trophies go to people who excel in whatever they're doing and earn it
1: yeah i don't you, know when all like, that shit started like, but if my
0: kid oh, a couple years back if my kid you know gets upset i'm gonna be like listen i'm not saying you didn't play your heart out but what i'm saying is if you want a trophy sometimes you got to put a little more work in to earn that trophy you know mm-hmm things like that so one of her teammates comes in and then they're like hey that's not you shouldn't use how we placed in a tournament to push your agenda and she went off on her teammate and it was like a whole shitstorm of. yeah
1: that's not cool (laughs)
0: bottom line is because i know i've been rambling i i don't think twitch should have a person like this on their safety council uh you know
1: especially no, when they, they have like, have better options
0: people from mit you know they got these doctors they got these people that have like real groups and foundations associated with bullying and things like that after this like mishap of her saying oh you can't stop me twitch is endorsing me twitch having to publicly come out and say our you know members of the council don't speak for anyone like you you should have just cut her people may Uh, have taken the console more seriously if you cut her and replaced her with something like dr lupo or she snaps um but that's about it do you have any other remarks you want to say purge
1: uh no because we'll go over the time limit and uh yeah
0: no i mean if you got if you got another remark to say i mean you're, you're good
1: I guess it just bottoms out to they Twitch needs to just sit down and like do better because they're just fucking up across the board.
0: Yeah, I hope, you know, I hope they do. I hope, you know, I have no problem if Twitch wants to go to this more, you know, if Twitch wants to incorporate more IRL stuff in their platform, you know, because one of my favorite streamers to watch is Bajira and he does like workout streams and lifting streams we're doing a podcast on stream like i don't mind <laughs> that but there's things that are happening on the platform and with creators that twitch is promoting that suck and maybe one day we'll talk in about how there's a big divide and you can see it where certain creators can get away with almost anything And where anyone else be in that situation, they'd be banned, they'd be stripped, they'd be, you know, partnership taken away. All that kind of stuff. So, that's all I have to say about that. And with that, thank you so much for listening. I know we got a little heated. I hope you liked it. It was a hot and heavy one today. The weather's hot and heavy. We're hot and heavy. If you're not, if you're not arguing about something you're passionate about, then you're not really passionate about it.
1: Or it's to live by.
0: But with all that being said, we are on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Play. So if you guys liked it and you can leave a review, you can leave some stars, go right ahead. Otherwise, share this with your friends. Share it with your family. If you know someone like this, like Ferociously Steph, don't be afraid. To talk to them about it and be like, hey, I don't like what you're doing. I don't think what you're doing is right. I'm not saying, you know, because they may flip out on you. Be like, I'm not saying you're a terrible person. I'm not saying that I think of you any other way. But what I'm saying is, why not take that passion and use it towards something good? And build instead of just tearing down. Because we are constantly, constantly tearing down each other. And... It sucks, but until next time, don't forget to lift feast game and we'll see you then.